0: Hello, Moto America fans. It's time for another episode of Off-Track with Carruthers and Bice. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and you may even learn something from this unlikely pair and their special guest. The mic is yours, Paul and Sean. Hello, Moto America fans. Welcome to this latest edition of Off-Track with Carruthers and Bice. I am Bice, and I have communications manager for Moto America, Paul Carruthers, with us. And Paul... This is episode two fifty one. We didn't celebrate two fifty, so we did. We're two fifty one is pretty damn good. Two hundred fifty one weeks. Absolutely, that's a long damn time. We've gotten, we've both gotten older.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, more handsome, but older. <laughs>
0: well, you have. Oh, yeah.
1: Not me. It's only one sided. <laughs> hey,
0: so we're here at uh, New Jersey Motorsports Park, and it's the final round of our season, and there's a lot of cool stuff happening. Um, we've obviously got a big uh, decision to be made with the championship and mission, King of the Baggers Championship. Um, Twins Cup, Revit Twins Cup is going to be decided. And um, speaking of Revit Twins Cup, should I, is there another one I need to mention? No, you're good. Okay. Speaking of Revit Twins Cup, we have a Twins rider who is a legend in my mind and everybody else's He's a real Twins (laughs) rider. Yes, he is. And, you know, Uh, I know he was on our podcast at one time, but we've never done a video version of it. And and it's Dallas Daniels, of course. Welcome in. Uh, American Flat Track uh, uh, Super Twins runner-up. Or how do they put that? Yeah, uh, runner-up. Vice, yep. vice champion, uh, yeah. I guess, or whatever they Don't say. Don't put
2: champion in the name if it's second. Uh, I just was runner-up. Okay.
0: But man, <laughs> it was it was a hell of a season for you.
2: No, no. It was it was really good. It was um, my, my second full year in Super Twins. Um, the team I'm on, I've been with them every year since I've been a pro. And it was um, just a great year. We came out firing at Daytona, won both rounds there. I had like 13 consecutive podiums or something and led the points for the majority of the season. And it had a few mishaps there towards the end and it um obviously didn't end how we wanted, but when you look back on it, it was a great year. You know, I'm battling the guy that just tied the greatest of all time for nine championships, Jared Mees, And um, you know, we were just uh I really I really didn't struggle much all year. And we went to Springfield and it was like hit me like a bag of rocks. I just I struggled bad there for whatever reason. And it, it was a bummer, but um You know, it's cool. The season ended early, so I come hang out with you guys again. And then you
1: struggled at like the place that he's the best at too. So that
2: exactly, I struggle and he goes one, Mm -hmm. he wins, and then gets second. So it was just a
1: right.
2: You know what? The way I looked at it is the first round I won both, and he got two fourths and struggled. And then the last round I struggled. I just struggled when it counted the most. You know, right? So.
0: When that struggling happens, I mean, I don't really understand it. Is it the dirt? Is it what is it? What, what happens when that goes on? It feels like a karma thing. It's so strange.
2: No, it, it is too. Especially like when you kind of look at the year we've had. Like I'm in the fight for the podium at every race. Even like Peoria, I crashed, but other than that, I was on the podium every one besides Springfield. And it's um it's just a combination, you know. Like the difference between road road racing and flat track is like our track changes all the time. Like you could go out one time and it's, you know, great traction. And the next time it's just super slippery. And that was kind of what hit us at Springfield. Like for practice, we had a bunch of grip and we were kind of running up high. And then in the heat races, it was just like, bam, right down by the guardrail, kind of a patchy groove with holes in it. And so it was just, um, you know, and some of it has to do with our motorcycle, our, um, you know, the Yamaha struggles a little bit on those big, like rounder corners like that springfield has and a lot of the tracks earlier in the year we, it wasn't really like that so and then um you know and then obviously some with me a lot of people were like did the pressure get to you and i'm like well obviously there's pressure but um yeah it definitely it was a bummer like we made headway from the first day to the second day and it's like you can't really pinpoint one thing like you know sometimes you just have a bad day and unfortunately it's not when i needed to have
0: one yeah so we've heard a lot about the bike and it's, it doesn't lack for power. It's trying to get that bike to the ground. And, and you guys have come a long ways with that ver- versus what the way it was early on. They struggled quite a bit and kept it, kept out a- kept after it. And this year was pretty incredible for that bike is it, it. Did it feel like a totally different bike this year or last year? I mean, when did the transition change?
2: Um The transition really started uh winter testing this year. Um, the team has a a lieu of engineers and people that are working on the bike. And um, obviously from years past, power has not been a disadvantage. If anything, it's been a big advantage. Those things have great power, but we were more worried about getting the power to the ground. And obviously in my short time, there was a couple things I found. And, you know, it, it's kind of, it's just like paying your dues. Like you can't develop a motorcycle in one year. Like this is five years they're going on developing this thing. Yeah. And last year we made headway, but we weren't quite in it enough to be championship material. And so this year we found some new things with components and chassis and engine combinations and, you know, all this stuff. And I think in the process of that, we made huge headway, you know, like we won half miles and short tracks and obviously JD kills it on the TTs like always. Um, In that, in that span, we lost power actually because we like, we're looking to check this other box and we did. And um, then we had to like, kind of go back and be like, okay, how do we get this power back for some of the miles? Cause you know, Jared, he went back to the workshop and, found essentially all of it back um so it was like kind of a good and bad thing that we like fix some areas but then it's like you fix some it hurts some other ones so it's just part of it i guess Mm.
1: okay let's talk about road racing
2: yeah because this
1: weekend, he, stay, he gets to stay clean. That's yes.
2: How I'm so bummed. Well.
1: JD always tells us, he's like, it's so nice to not have to spend an hour yeah, cleaning my stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah. Our
2: truck driver, Joey, is like in heaven just because you roll in. It's like pavement everywhere.
0: <laughs>
1: roll them back in. It's yeah. The like same I, I get bolt. to
2: go home and just take the boots out of my bag and put them in the locker. I don't even have to clean them. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, you mean Joey Lombardo, right? Yeah. 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 So. G-
2: yeah. Joey Lombardo, who a lot of people probably know, is was the crew chief of Tommy Hayden, who runs our team when they won two Super Sports 600 championships, and that's my uh, crew chief for the weekend. <laughs> that's awesome, and he's our he's our truck driver for dirt track. That's pretty much his only title, but yeah, he's the he's the crew chief this weekend. That's was cool. the
1: decision how was the decision made to come here late, or did you guys plan on it if it was going to work out? I mean, earlier in the year.
2: Well, so I would say around the beginning of august i mentioned something to my team owner tim estenson and was like hey you know this looks like it could be a possibility because obviously i couldn't do coda right if i wanted to ride a twins bike and um he was like oh well if it's after the season i don't have a problem with it and it kind of got mentioned to yamaha and yamaha's like yeah that'd be kind of cool like maybe a cool story me and jd both go into pavement and you know obviously we're road racers in the past or jd was i did a little bit of it but it was like um yeah we could talk about it and It kind of like went away because I was like in a battle for a championship. So I just wanted to focus on that. And then after the year was over, I called Tommy and I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? Like, could this be possible? And he's like, ah, let me make some phone calls. And Yamaha was like, well, if you're going to do it, we want you to ride this motorcycle, which was the Chuck Giacchetto team. ESO is the team Dominic Doyle rides for him. They had an extra bike. He's like, we'd like you to ride that one. So it was kind of planned that I was just going to come in and ride for this team and whatever. And then they're kind of like, hey, we're busy. We don't really have time to get this bike ready. Do you want to come get it? And my dad was like, hey, this is a win-win. Then we could ride it, you know? So I was like, because I was just going to do a track day on this R6 that I have. And uh, so then it was kind of like, hey, you need to bring a crew. And, you know, we don't quite have enough people. And then somewhere along the line, you know, because like I'm making phone calls and I'm trying to be like, hey, can you come? And this person come. But like, I can't pay you and this and that. And like our team was like, well, I could go, but I need my travel covered. And Tommy's like, hey. Forget about. It. I'll take care of it. And I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, we're gonna take the semi. That's Joey's so going Joey's, Joey's to crew chief. The bike's painted and the bodywork, and it's like it looks like a dirt or one of our dirt track bikes. So it's like, along the way, I think they just thought that if you know our teams, like if we're gonna do something, let's do it right. So obviously, without them, it wouldn't have been possible.
1: Now it's kind of weird because based on your road racing experience there shouldn't really be any pressure when you come in here. But when you come in here after the year you had dirt tracking, and I think there's probably a lot of expectation on you that, mm. that not necessarily, it, it's earned, but, it, but you shouldn't feel pressure because of it, right? Yeah. But how do you feel coming into this? Because it is kind of an unknown. I know you rode the bike last week or this week, and you've rode race before, but it's been a long time. But you come in as now this guy. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely weird. Cause I
2: think of the last time I was here, like I was a championship contender and I know it's junior cup, but like, I, you know, I like I was going pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, I kind of just like put up the, the suit and I didn't ride for a long time. I actually about two years. And, um, getting on the bike it was like definitely different it took me a while but like once i kind of got going it was like okay here it is like i'm coming back and it just takes a while to like get back in that groove and obviously like as a racer you're always like oh we're just going to have fun it's going to be a good time and then it's like you know i show up and they're like man you brought the semi you got a whole move. that's a lot of pressure and i'm like well yeah it's pressure but it's um you know, it, it's just as good as it is for me. It's good for the team, right? Come see how this series works. I mean, this series is so awesome and to to feel welcomed like we have. And um, obviously, yes, there's pressure. Like as a racer, I want to do well, but I know that these guys have been racing all year and they're no joke. So just uh, see where we stack up and just have fun.
0: You know, I Dallas, I think you sold, sold yourself a little short there because you mentioned about JD road racing, which we know about his prowess in that. And you said something about I did a little bit of road racing. <laughs> Come on, I mean, let's <laughs> let's face it, you did quite a bit. In fact, you raced over in Europe that one year, right at the end you of know. the season. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, I was able to go over and do a World
2: Super Sport 300 round at Qatar. I got my butt kicked, but it was it no, was fun, fun yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. It was a big eye-opener, you know, going over there like those guys are no joke.
0: Yeah, it. Um, but I mean, it's what you did in Junior Cup. It's cool that you're back. And I love this the the fact that you've been racing this bike, an, an FC07, MT07, and this R7 is derived from that as well, but essentially the same engine. And you know the engine characteristics. We talked about this a little bit before the podcast, but tell us about, there's some things that maybe that bike does a little bit better in road racing than it might in, in flat track. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, so that was kind of the motive to run Twins Cup is like, hey, if we wanna give ourselves a chance to do, you know, decent or or you know, run run okay, like what what would give us the best chance to do well or the best we can? And that was like, well, let's ride a twins bike. If I ride a Yamaha, it's this essentially the same engine I've been racing. Cause sometimes if you like if I were to go to super sport, it would take me a little bit to get used to the power, even even though like it's not a big big power difference it's like it's enough you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so but yeah i was telling you about that at the beginning is um, a lot of the stuff we complain about about the yamahas on dirt track like the power coming on super quickly and the engine characteristics and the firing order what's a disadvantage on dirt track is a huge advantage on road racing like that thing picks up and comes out of the corner like great and it was funny because i was talking to my dad about it last weekend he's like how's the bike is it power feel good i'm like man this thing picks up and goes and he's like oh great and i'm like this would suck over there. <laughs> no not, not not suck, but right, it would just. We right. have to make a lot. Of, you know, that's where we've been making a lot of changes on our dirt track bike. So it, it's just funny to like, you know, a lot of the stuff you complain about or want to not complain about, but want to change is an advantage. Right. And obviously they make that motor for the street, so that's how I'd make it too. It's just a uh, flat track's just so different, you know.
1: I remember when you were here. Obviously, we spent some time together, and you'd be in the press conferences and all that stuff. And I remember. I mean, it, it was a pretty difficult season because you kept getting beat by the same guy. And, <laughs> yeah. and and I always saw it in your face. Now, I always, I always, I mean, I don't want to say poor losers, but I like to see a guy that's not real happy when he loses because, you know, there's a saying goes, if you're happy when you lose, if you show me a good loser, I'll show you a guy that loses a lot. But yeah, exactly, yeah. So you did lose a lot, but you lost, I mean, it was barely, 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 and it was always Rocco Landers. and. We've talked about it before. And I mean, obviously, he's turned out to be a pretty damn good road racer. So it's not like you're beaten by some kid off the street. And then you get to race with him again this weekend. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah, it was funny. Uh, My buddy Maxwell, who races flat track with pretty good mates, and he's like, so is the rivalry going to restart? And I'm Mm -hmm. like, dude, I'll be lucky to be in the same sector as that guy. Like, (laughs) Rocco is, um, yeah, like obviously there was a period of time I didn't really like him too much just because he was kicking my butt. But the thing about Rocco is he's a good rider, but he knows how to race. And a lot of people don't know that difference. Like, you know, like for example, Jared Meese, I might be a better rider than him, but that dude can race and like that difference is is like he just knows where to put himself and that's why he beat me so much cuz I didn't really I didn't really know now maybe if I get in that situation this week and I might know a little bit more than I did back then but uh no it, it's definitely cool like that rivalry I guess in the lower category you know, just racing with him again. It's definitely cool. He's a cool
1: competitor for sure. And racecraft is racecraft, right? I mean, you have to have a lot of racecraft to do what you do on the dirt tracks. That's got to carry over. It's not like,
2: no, it doesn't matter if it's road, dirt and a car, anything like the racecraft is racecraft. And if you take a guy that can race and take him anywhere, whether it's motocross, dirt track, road racing, whatever that applies, it's all the same. Um, whatever your strategy is or knowing how to race it's just a skill that takes a long time to learn and like I haven't mastered it by no means but just know just have it just takes experience and I, I'm not quite sure how he got it so good as a young kid it's kind of what pisses me off sometimes <laughs> but no <laughs> and, and, and even from him like I learned so much from
0: him that took me that I took dirt track and like oh, race wow, that's with cool him, so wow did you learn it from him by observing because sometimes I'm not trying to sell Rocco short but Sometimes he does it. I don't know if he actually knows what he's what he's doing. I don't mean it that way, but no, it's I like know, a yeah. natural
1: for him. Well, not a lot of good racers are like that. Yeah, they they, they even can do it. Some, some guys do it.
0: do
2: it, but they're not quite sure how they accomplish it. Yes. Yeah, so I'm like, for me, I'm like a student of the sport. Like I'm I'm a fan of the sport, even though I race it, but I just enjoy watching racing. You watch
1: everything, right? Oh,
2: dude, I like. I, he watches called,
1: every kind of motorcycle watch, racing. Yeah, can...
2: motocross, dirt track. Like I wake up in the morning and turn on like motocross and watch stuff. And I just like, I, I study it. Like I remember listening to something a while back at James Stewart. He's like, I'm truly a student of the sport. And like, that's what it takes. And you got to be able to study your craft. And so I study other guys' craft too. And that's kind of how you learn how to beat them. Like I've learned if you want to be successful, it's got to kind of consume your life. And that's kind of what my dad taught me. And um, so for that reason, it helps me out a lot because, you know, I'm able to study other guys or, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. So, When you talk about like strategy or racecraft, comparing a flat track to us in road racing, if you're going to make a pass on somebody, sometimes you have to kind of set it up a a turn or a few turns in advance. So tell me Mm -hmm. about in flat track. Are you doing the same thing if you're going to make a pass? There are fewer turns, obviously, but are you setting it up beforehand?
2: Um, So I think the biggest difference is road racing. You just get a little more time to plan, right? Like you can sit on a guy for a whole lap and have that's like four laps in our world you know what i mean a lap like i'm just saying that you get a little bit more time so it all applies like i might set up a pass and turn one at springfield mile to pass the guy in turn three where might be the same out here just finding your strengths and weaknesses and obviously like i said the biggest thing with road racing is you just get so much more time to plan and yeah. like there's a lot more places to struggle or be better than somebody where dirt track it's like um oh, i'm, I'm not great in one and two, but man, I'm good in three and four. But it's yeah. like it's kind of like this. You know what I mean? Where in road racing I could be like really good in sector one, but another guy be good in sector two. And it's so it's just it's just a different type of planning, but it's sort of
0: the same, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. And even along that line too, um it's it's interesting that in in road yeah. racing We've heard this in in press conferences, guys that'll be on the podium and maybe didn't win. They'll say, you know, the next day they'll win the race and they'll say, you know, I had overnight to kind of think about it a little bit more. And I don't know really what they're thinking about, except that with with our series and how we're like three days. There is some advantage to having some time to work on setup and actually figure out what we're going to do, right? Or what you're going to do strategy-wise.
2: No, yeah, 100%. The That's kind of one of the things I enjoy about road racing more is you get so much more track time. Yeah, And that's like like flat track to put it in perspective for you. They take the whole semi, the whole deal, all of our guys, and we are on track 20 minutes. <laughs>
1: That's what JD told me at the last race.
2: <laughs> and I mean, like, when it, like, our JD's crew chief, Dustin, his name's Dustin, say he, when he boiled it down like that, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, my first session tomorrow is 25 minutes. I already ride more in my first free practice than I will the whole time. And so that's like, that's one of the things too for me. Like, when I went and tested last weekend on this bike, like, the first day, I was, like, kind of struggling. I just, like, had that night's sleep to think about it. And the next day, it was, like, immediately faster. Yeah. And then just faster, faster, well, just faster. just pick up where you left off. Exactly. And so then I can have, like, <laughs> like yes, it's only two sessions tomorrow I'm going to get. But it's just, like, having those extra sessions to be able, especially for a guy like me who's coming in cold turkey, kind of. It's just um, – you get not only – do you get more time to set up your bike? Do you get more time to set up your mind? And the, the thing I like, too, is, like, I can be out in practice, and, like, I want to come in and make a change. Or I just want to come in, just take a second, think about things. In Dirt Track, we get four laps of practice.
1: Yeah, you're not coming in.
2: No, you're sprinting, and you need every lap. So, mm. it's, like, that's one thing I like about road racing. Even if I'll come in and just ride down pit road, like, just take that minute to, like, decompress. Yeah. And, so, Yeah. you know.
0: So, you you talked about Rocco but in Twins Cup a lot of the riders that you <laughs> raced race against in Junior Cup are now in Twins Cup against you i mean Gus Rodeo i think um he that was his first year i think when i raced junior okay. cup okay yeah. um obviously Dominic. Dominic Doyle yeah so it's interesting that some of all, all of you kind of are having a little well you're having a reunion with some of the other racers that have been here they've been racing on ro- on the road while you on road courses while you've been doing the dirt, but it's kind of cool that you've kind of gotten back together with everybody. Have you been around and talked to some of your former co racers or competitors? <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, a little bit, or just talk to people I haven't seen in a long time. It's uh, it's just so good to see familiar faces, and a lot of my really good friends are ha- are in road racing, like Teague Hobbs, who races Super Sport. Teague, and, yes, yeah, he's me, and him are like best friends. That's so awesome. it's just it's cool to just come back and like it's not like oh the, the dirt check kids here it's like oh no sir hey cool what's up man and right. it's like or you smell good if you're talking to sean
0: uh, <laughs> i did notice he smells good Just But no no <laughs> it, yeah it's
2: de- it's definitely cool and i think like uh, you know, everybody knows that I'm just coming in to like, have fun. Like I'm not here to like, you know, if I can get in the middle of the championship battle and like try to win, I'm for sure going to, yes. but it's, uh, no, it's, it's definitely cool. I haven't got the chance to talk to many people just cause we've been busy this morning, getting stuff settled, but I'll definitely be making my
0: rounds today for sure. Yeah. And I mean, it's only Thursday, just so the viewers and listeners know for sure. So, I mean, we got a lot of time. We'll be on, be on track until tomorrow. So, um, I want to ask about, um, I, I, You probably can't say anything, Dallas, but we got to ask you. I mean, we know how you feel about road racing. We know how JD feels about it. JD sort of didn't tell – well, he didn't say anything, but he sort of intimated that there might have been something. And, you know, I don't know if Paul knew ahead of time, but, I mean, once I found out, I was pretty overjoyed about it. Anything about next year? I mean – No, man, I wish I had something to tell you, or I wish I had something I
2: knew that you didn't know. Right. Uh you know, there's, um, my dirt track team, I am locked in for next year. Oh, you are? I, okay. Yeah. It's like, you know, my contract does extend till next year if I choose it to, which, okay. um, obviously I, I don't want to leave. Right. Uh, right. It's a great team. But I, I really, um, depending on how this weekend goes, I want to come be able to do one or two races a year. Right. If our schedule allows it, obviously I, I don't want to come if I'm still racing, but, um, if I can come do some of these and like, I just bought a track day bike. So I'm going to go do some stuff like in the winter time and then throughout the year next year. Cause I, I think it's good to stay sharp in all categories, you know, I ride a lot of motocross and, but, um, you know, I I get that question so much, like, will you go road racing or are you ever going to go road racing again? And it's kind of just like, if the opportunity arises and I think it's right, for sure. I would come back. Like I love road racing. Moto America has been great. They're great to me. I'm here for one weekend. Like, it's so good to see all you guys. But for me as a kid, I've wanted to be grand national champion. So like now that I've got to that point, like I've sniffed it this year and it's sucked like, seeing that I didn't get it, I want to accomplish that goal, whether yeah. it's one or three or whatever. I want to try my hardest. I'm not going to give it one year and be like, okay, I'm going to go road race. No, oh, we got close. Yeah, um, I, want to, I want to win that title. Right. Um, and um, I don't know, as, as I've gotten older, I actually had this conversation with JD not long ago. I've seen myself like, wanting to do other things like when i was a kid it was like i want to be the greatest dirt tracker there ever was really but okay. now i'm kind of like you know i'd like to win a couple of championships but i kind of want to win a superbike race like i want to be one of the old school grand slam guys like i know that that's like you know when you say that people are like oh yeah good luck like i know it'll be really really tough yeah but, but it's
1: possible yeah, yeah i
2: would like to try like sure i'd like to i want to race the daytona 200 you know i'd like to do that That'd at some cool. point i'm not saying this is going to happen within the next three or five years but you know, and then like Dale's like wants to get me in a car and my team owner, Tim, like has a car. Like I'd like to drive a car like for fun. And yeah, so I don't know. It's it's kind of as you get older, I think it'd be a little cooler to be like the general and like, you know, maybe try to make outdoor national or something. I don't know. I'd like I don't know. I just I guess my sights aren't just set on dirt check. Like I've kind of opened up my horizon to new things like, yeah. that I'd
1: like to do. How long is Jared Mee's going to do this?
2: Uh, if we could get rid of that guy, it'd be easy. <laughs> That's what everybody says. I don't know. Um, I hope he's. St- I hope he stays around until I can beat him. Well, I don't, wait, yeah, yeah, you it, know, it, if he retires and I start winning, I'm yeah, not, I'm yeah, you definitely yeah. he's the guy you want
1: to beat. I hope.
2: I hope when I do beat him, he just retires right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, no. All jokes aside, I don't know. I think he wants to break the record. Obviously, he's going to go for ten next year, and I'm going to do everything I can to make sure it doesn't happen. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. He, he keeps his cards close to his chest. I don't know what that guy's thinking. No.
1: Know.
0: Now, in road racing, of course, we have different road courses and people have their favorites. And you guys have various venues, but you have different kinds of racing. You do TTs and half miles and short tracks and miles. What's your favorite form of, a, of flat track racing?
2: Uh, I'm pretty open about it for me. It's TTs. I love TTs. Yeah. Um, I think it has a lot to do. I grew up doing a lot of motocross and then like obviously doing some road racing. But even before I started road racing, I love TTs. Like I really, like I said, I kind of started in motocross. I did a lot of that, a lot of woods riding. And I think it just, um, I kind of like it because it comes more down to the rider. Like there's a reason JD is good on TTs because he's a great rider. Yeah, Obviously our bike is very good, but you could put JD on a beta scooter. I think he'd run top three. (laughs) Um, I mean, the dude fell down and still got on the podium. So it's like, um I, I don't know I, th- I think it's my favorite just because it and, and it's like you know more you know a right hander jump like a lot more skills come into it and obviously a lot of the guys nowadays are riding motocross and road racing and so it's a little tougher to do well but yeah definitely TTs.
1: at peoria did you hit like a dirt clod? how oh, dude i hit like <laughs> Boulder? a cement
2: block <laughs> i have this <laughs> my dad took it home and cleaned it off and it's in like my mom's rock garden outside i mean this thing is like it's almost a it, was head. it
1: hidden i mean why didn't anyone see it
2: i don't know it was an odd a very very odd situation um it was like this thing was in the in turns three and four and about halfway through the main event i started seeing it and it was kind of in the shadow and at where the trees are it kind of shadows down out there and i just every lap i'm like seeing it i'm like i don't know what that is but i'm <laughs> not gonna find out <laughs> that's what i thought and then um <laughs> And the right-hander that day was just had a little bit of bumps on the entrance and i was like i had briar right on my right on my butt and i'm like I go through the right-hander and the front end just kind of shook a little bit and it put me offline line like that maybe a foot <clears throat> and it was like oh there's a
1: what but i, I mean like, you knew oh, that was dude, a front end push for a long time before, before i knew it the front
2: was going and <laughs> i like i don't know what i was going to do but i tried to i tried to bring it back and it was
0: yeah it was terrible i don't yeah it sucks <laughs> we're getting ready to wrap up here, but I do want to ask you one thing. One thing I've noticed with you, Dallas, and I've kept in touch with you, but I haven't seen you face-to-face too much in the past couple of years. Or smelled you. <laughs> yeah. Or smelled you until or today, smelled, which was yeah. quite quite lovely, I will say. <laughs> yeah, he's just going to be behind me like, I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just, just to waft your scent is like good for me. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh. but really, Dallas, you, you're different now. You're more expressive than you were. You know how people used to say well, you never kid. smiled? Oh, yeah. No, but what, think back at that. Was it? Were you shyer or are you, you're you have filled out as a, a
2: personality now. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't know. I was just a kid and like, I was like, so just like racing and like, I am like racing now, but, and like, I didn't really know like anybody here. So I'd like, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like have this like hard shell that once you break through, like, I'm like a nice caramel middle or whatever. You are. But, uh, You're tasty at, first, at the middle. <laughs> yeah, like when I was a kid, it was like, Hey man, like are you even having fun? I'm like, yeah, I love being here. It's great. Yeah, but I don't know. It's. I think I just like got a wait to get comfortable around people. And, yeah, you know. But I'm comfortable around you guys. Yeah, you know, it's
1: cool. We. I see him like randomly at a dirt yeah. track, and I always get a hug and everything. Yeah, it's, it's cool. cool. Yeah, nice. well, and I like you guys. You know, if I didn't like that, I probably wouldn't be like. <laughs> he wouldn't let you smell me. <laughs> yeah, I would not let you smell me.
0: Well, so so uh, Dallas is going to be uh, racing on an Estenson Racing Yamaha a YZF R7 in Revit Twins Cup this weekend. Two races. We'll see how he does. He's familiar with that engine. Um, it's back to road racing. He's going to get his knee down instead of drag. You know, sticking his steel shoe out there. You're not going to put a steel shoe in. I'm sure. I might put my foot out like
2: first first couple laps. But the, well, it's the,
1: cool
0: to do that now.
2: Seems like everybody does it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'll even need knee sliders. I don't know if I'll drag my knee or not. <laughs> You'll I will drag. God
1: em. help those guys if it rains, though. Oh, I know.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. If it rains, <laughs> Shit's you know, gonna hit the doubtful surfaces. <laughs> he knows all about that. Uh, but anyway, thanks for being on with Dallas with us, Dallas. It's great to catch up with you, and I wish you luck this weekend. We both hope to see you more in road racing and obviously want to see you go at it next year in aft as well so
2: thank you guys for having me it's been awesome to be back and i'm excited for the weekend perfect Thank thank
0: you